Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Enjoy Your Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LeRae Wynn. Today, I'm doing another solo podcast. I did a solo episode a few weeks ago, and um, we have some amazing um, guests lined up for the next couple of months. But I kind of wanted to talk on this topic um, by myself today, just because it's something that I feel um, we all encounter on one level or another, and that is the flaws of perfection and I use the term perfection with an air quote because I'm coming from the perspective of the world's view the world's idea of what perfection is so we're talking about the flaws of that perfection so I have three points that I want to focus on we have um, three points from the world's view of what perfection is and then three points on what the bible describes as perfection so as we know the world feeds us this false idea of perfection through social media, through entertainment, television, on our jobs, at school, and it is even oftentimes creeping into the church. But there's this idea that we have to alter ourselves um, mentally and physically and, and emotionally just to fit in and just to be accepted by people and just to be um, someone that is considered with high regard amongst other people, whether that be getting breast implants or butt injections or having large amounts of money or living in a certain neighborhood or having a certain car that you drive or, or lease because you can't even afford to buy it, whatever that is. Excuse me. The world is feeding us this false idea of what it looks like to be perfect. Whereas the Bible, it does talk about perfection because, you know, people like to say nobody's perfect, which is also true. But the Bible does talk about striving for a certain perfection. And in, in Matthew 5 and 48, in the English Standard Version, it talks about being perfect because our Father is perfect. Now, that word perfect translates as holy, to be holy, for God is holy. God has a specific standard of what that holiness or that perfection is through his word. That is applying the whole armor of God, putting all the whole armor of God. That is walking in the spirit that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. That is minding the fruits of the spirit. That is obeying the entire Bible and, and looking at things like the book of Proverbs that teaches us how to walk in wisdom and how to cater to our families and how to be the women of God that he desires for us to be. All throughout the Bible, there are different scriptures that explain specifically how we can be perfect or how we can strive for that perfection or that holiness. So let's talk about the world's view, the three the three flaws of the world's perfection. Number one, their view causes us to take our eyes off of God. The word says be, we're in this world, but we are not of it. It says be be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. What does that mean? Renewing our mind means constantly being in prayer, constantly being in the word of God, constantly fasting, constantly seeking God for what he desires for us to do, rather than allowing the world to take our eyes off of him and his ultimate design for our lives. So when we follow after the world's flaw or the world's false perception of perfection, it causes us to take our eyes off of God. Number two, it allows insecurity and vanity to set in. Now, I know that's a complete oxymoron because it's like, how can you be vain and insecure? 
But if you really take a look at it, as you're striving to get these cosmetic surgeries, getting your breast um, implants, getting your butt injections, chasing after the world's perspective, you not only become vain because of what you've obtained, but you become insecure because of what you still don't have. When you're vain, you're looking at the person that's beneath you as, oh, yes, yeah, see what I have. Look at what I have. Look what I can do. Look what I'm capable of. Look what I can afford. But then you also have someone who's still better than you, who still has more money than you, who's still more popping than you, whose breast job is better than yours. And you're looking at them and now you become insecure because you're following after what the world says is perfect, what the world says you need to be rather than what God says you need to be. And now you're stuck between a rock and a hard place and really don't know how to feel. And number three, the world's view of perfection creates this never-ending longing for a false image of one's self. So now where you think you're perfect and you think that you've made it and you think that you're there and that you've arrived, you're constantly wanting more. You're never satisfied because here's the thing. When the Bible says walk after the spirit that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh, it's talking about walking after the things of Christ. When you're fulfilling the lust of the flesh, feeding the flesh, indulging in the world's view of, of what perfection is, you know, causing yourself to have these changes and, and doing these things to yourself to become perfect in the world and, and in man's eyes. You feel like you're never satisfied. You never get to a place because the flesh is never satisfied. When you're constantly minding the things of the flesh, you can't satisfy the flesh. So now you're constantly chasing this this idea that you have of maybe if I get a relationship like this or if I get a man like this, then I'll be fine. You get that man and it don't work out. Okay, well, maybe if I start making this amount of money, then I'm going to be great. You start making that amount of money, you're still not happy. Okay, well, maybe if I move to this city, then things are going to change. You move and you're more miserable than you've ever been in your life because you're not seeking after the things of the spirit. You're seeking after the things of the flesh and it's causing you to keep chasing something that doesn't even exist. Now, let's look at the biblical standards, what the Bible does for us. When we're looking at the biblical standard of perfection, let's look at what this does for us. Number one, love for oneself and others becomes second nature. The Bible is filled with the, the word of God says, with loving kindness, have I drawn you? The Bible is filled with such love, such compassion, such contentment, such peace, such grace. That not only will you be at peace, not only will you have love for yourself and not be striving to become this person that the world tells you you need to be, but you're shedding that love to someone else. Now you might be, again, I always talk about this. The word says we are living epistles read by men. That means that we are walking, talking, living, breathing scriptures. People who don't know Christ, people who have never had an encounter with him, people who don't read their word, people who don't know what it means to fast and to pray, they're watching us. And when they see how we react to certain situations, when they see that we are content within ourselves, when they see that we love ourselves for who we are, when they see that we are striving for a spiritual satisfaction and not a fleshly or a natural satisfaction, that might save someone else. That might be what helps someone else to stop striving after the world's sense of perfection. Number two, the Lord can use and be pleased with you. 
when vanity is in the way, when self is in the way, when flesh is in the way, God isn't even in in the mix. God doesn't want nothing to do with you because you're focused on who you are, what you do, how you look, how you feel. And that's it. You're not worried about, Lord, what can I do to please you? Lord, how can I serve you today? How can I impact someone? How can I serve your people? But when you're striving after the biblical standard of perfection, it allows God to use you to to his fullest ability and it allows God to be pleased with you. And the final thing, when we're looking at the biblical standard of perfection, your heart is anchored in the Lord. Your heart doesn't get tossed here and there, looking at people wondering what you can do to be better, looking at TV and movies and and, and entertainment television and and so-called news and social media. Your heart is not all over the place. Your heart is in a place where you're like, you know what? For God, I live and for God, I die. Whether these people like me or not, I'm striving to please the Lord. I'm striving to be who God has called me to be. When we take our eyes off of the world and its false perception of perfection, we can be everything that God wants us to be. We can live up to our full potential and we can not only be a blessing to ourselves, but we can be a blessing to others. So let's review real quick. The world's view of perfection is it takes us off. It takes our eyes off of God. Number two, it allows insecurity and vanity to set in. And number three, it creates this never ending longing for a false image of oneself. However, when we focus on the biblical standards and the biblical perspective, perception of perfection, number one, it saves, it has, I'm sorry, the love for ourselves and others becomes second nature. Number two, the Lord can use and be pleased with you. And number three, your heart is anchored in the Lord. So that was just a quick topic that I wanted to cover because I see it's something that we struggle with, um, always trying to be perfect in, in the world's eyes. And, and our job should be to be perfect in God's eyes and through the word. So I really hope that this encouraged you. I hope you took some notes. If not, go back and rewind it. Share this with a friend who you know might be dealing with this in their life, striving for that perfection in man's view rather than the Lord's view. Um, and I'm praying for you and I love you and I, I, I hope that you will take this into account. And if you're not already, begin to strive for the biblical perception of perfection. Um, this has been another episode of Enjoy Your Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LaRae Wynn. Make sure you subscribe at enjoyyourlifeblog.com. You will receive all of the blogs, videos, and podcasts directly to your email every week so that you can stay uplifted and encouraged and inspired to enjoy your life both naturally and spiritually. Remember that I love you and God loves you so much more. Until next time, God bless.